What's going on? Cascade coming at you here, here with Aaron Friedman. We're going to talk a little college football tonight, a little action. Um, there's not a whole lot going on tonight, man. So why not jump in and talk about three craptastic or fantastic games? I don't know. If it depends <laughs> on if you like uh, some uh, sloppy football, but uh, it's football nonetheless, man. How you doing? Good. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I like having... You know, last week was fun, but I like having each day filled right. and getting the three and three. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Like six games was awesome. I I, I went back and forth, like should Mac do that, you know, and have all six at once? But I don't know. Three game slate isn't bad. It's 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 better than having the ones or twos. And the, the prize pools are nice, man. I mean, if we look at DraftKings here, 20K up top on a Tuesday for college football. There's nothing to shake a stick at. And uh, we're at FanDuel. I think it's 5K for their their big one. So um, I think we can just talk about game by game, just kind of break it down. We'll, we'll go site to site, just kind of talk about some plays that we like. But uh, um, sure. let's dive into the first game here. Um, Akron at Ohio, 58 over under. Ohio favored by 27 and a half. Um, Akron is just terrible, man. I mean, is there anyone on this Akron team? Let's just start with the terrible team that you can actually think about playing, um, here tonight. Yeah. I mean, the, the, so the slate of games isn't the best, you know, um, Akron and Bowling Green are easily the two worst teams in the Mac and maybe even in college football, they're, they're both really bad, but, um, of course, that means some value. Um, for Akron, my favorite play is going to be Jeremiah Knight. He is um, he's listed as a receiver for um, yeah, 4K on DraftKings, and I think he's like the low. I think he's 6,500 over here. On, yeah, 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 as a wide receiver. Yep. So, but he actually led the team in carries, and um, so you get, I mean. They're implied for 15 points, but Akron, but he had 11 carries and um, three catches. So it's, you know, it's something. Um, I think he has some scoring upside and he can get you two, three X on DraftKings. So I'm definitely interested in him. I agree. I think that's your value you're looking through Akron. I mean, like you said, when you can get a wide receiver that's getting running back carries, yeah. I mean, that just bumps that floor massively. Um, he's probably going to be pretty popular because of that, because on these on these slates where we just have studs, we got to find that value. Um, on DraftKings, again, 4K. On Fandle, it's a little bit harder at 6,500, but I, I think you're going to have to probably go there to fit in some of these studs when we get to some of these other games You know, where we know that <laughs> they have those – 30, 40 point games and you just have to have them or you're not going to cash. Um, so I'm with you there. I, I I can't really see. I mean, just look at the pricing here on DraftKings. Now, we should get Nelson back, right, for this game quarterback? It should I, be. I think so. So he's listed as number one on the depth chart for right. Akron, but he had some shoulder surgery, so I don't think he was quite ready. Um, I don't – I put him in my sheet. I don't hate him for like um, Cato Nelson. I don't hate him for, I don't know, like five, ten percent if you're MMEing. But um, you know, not 
someone I'm going to rush out to roster either. Right. And it being the first game, we'll know if it's going to be Gibson or Nelson. So uh, that's yeah. one way. And again, I don't think this is someone you're going out to try to roster with Akron being so bad. Uh, but I think it does come down to on drafting specifically, are you going to go towards Nelson or are you going to go towards McDonald for 5K? Because they're right there at that same price point, you know. So that's the decision. If you are going to go cheap, which one would you prefer? I mean, for me, I, I'd i lean Nelson just because of his experience, I think. Gotcha. Just he's done it before. He, he was actually on the um, Akron team that upset Northwestern a couple of years ago. So oh, okay. He's, he's uh, He had some experience, but um, there's still – I mean, they were winless. Akron was winless last year, and they're still looking for their first win under Arth. So, it, you know, he hasn't been – he hasn't had a great career by any stretch. True. But, yeah, you get to feel a little pain if he if he hooked you up on uh, Northwestern. That's, <laughs> that's rough, man. That's rough. So, I, yeah, again, I, I think that's like really – like we'll just, we'll just move on from this game. It's basically night. I mean, and then your dart throws at the quarterback. I don't think I would go dollared or any of those guys on the slate. Yeah. late. Um, over on the Ohio side, who do we like here? Because we know Akron gives up points all over the place, and especially on the ground. Yeah, I like a lot on the Ohio side. Um, if we start with at the top with Tuggle, um, he was really good. Um I didn't realize how much work he would get because um, O'Shawn Allison was a big um, part of the rotation last year. So I was really surprised that he basically got all the carries. And um, I don't know if Julian Ross is on that screen. Um, he's a backup running back. He'll probably be out even though he's um, listed second on the depth chart. So I, yeah, I think he's still out with COVID, isn't he? Yeah, it should be all Tuggle from the running back with a few right. Allison carries. Um, yeah, he's definitely the um, – I view him as the the second best running back behind Patterson. But, um, you know, it's just a question of if your constructions will allow him. I mean, it's a smash spot for sure, but um, – will your builds allow you to get him in? Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think he's at an awkward price point that, um, you know, I think we do have a few other cheaper running backs that we could probably get to that, you know, have some decent floors with upside. Yeah. But, I mean, Tuggle, man, I mean, well, Akron gave up 200 yards and four touchdowns last week. So he could easily outscore Patterson here. I mean, like, it wouldn't shock me at all. Oh, you know, sure. what if Marks gets a summer on there and, and he takes away from Patterson a little bit? So, um, yeah, Tuggle, man. Um, I think he's over on FanDuel. He's 9,800. So he's up there with one of those studs that we're talking about with, the you know, Patterson and, and the Kent guys. So um, it's it makes it tough, man. But yeah. it's it's just such a great matchup. Like, it really is. Especially with Rogers running too, you know that's going to take away a few carries. And and, th and let's transition to that because that's that's a that's something you know with work and Rogers. We know they're going to run two quarterbacks. I, I think I hate it when schools do this. Um, we know Rogers is out there just to run, you know. Um, 
and I think he could get a f- you know a few more snaps here, especially if they get up on Akron. Yeah, and they want to throw him out a few more series in the second half. Maybe that takes away from Tuggle's ceiling a little bit. I just, I just don't think I could play Rodgers though. Even like on DraftKings, maybe sixty three hundred man, but on FanDuel at ninety six hundred, I can't pay that. I no. just can't. I can't even even if he's out there and he breaks a long one, I just feel well, I lose because that's just that's expensive. When he's two hundred less than Tuggle, that's 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 rough, man. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, it's clear that they're, you know, f- the sites are trying to make it enjoyable with the quarterbacks being priced around the same for every scenario. So it's an easy pivot. I feel like in past years they've, you know, the backup's been way cheaper, but right, which I like because you you know, especially with these schools, we're not getting the most information. So it's you know, it makes for an easy pivot. I agree. I, I do like that, especially when we get to the, the Miami-Ohio game, um, where that is really key, um, especially being an hour after lock. But I still think I'm off Rodgers on FanDuel and maybe a little bit on DraftKings. Um, what do you think about the wide receiver situation with, with Cox and Hooks? Is there any um lean that you have towards one or the other i think cox isn't he more of the down downfield threat deep ball or hooks might be yeah. more volume um I, I like um i feel like hooks is a really good value on both sites um you know part they both scored but um i don't know i I like um I feel like Hooks is a solid mid-range play. Um I don't know, I feel like they're both priced appropriately and you know whatever whatever the rest of your construction is, I I don't have a problem with either. Yeah, I kind of like uh Hooks on FanDuel because you do get about a $1500 savings where Cox yeah. is just too close to McCoy that I, I can't McCoy. prioritize, you know, I take the 600 and get McCoy on FanDuel, but on DraftKings, they are priced, you know, well, we got 4,800 on hooks and 6,500 on, on Cox. And so I think I'd lean hooks just, just because of the price savings. But it, again, I think if you're going to do yeah. MME, they both got to be in your player pool. Um, but if they do get up and just run the crap out of the ball, it could take away from their ceiling. So got to put that in perspective as well. The other thing with their receivers is the two slot receivers for Ohio, um, uh-huh. Buckner and Walton, are are probably going to be out. So they're running a lot of two tight end sets. So um, there's two twins, Ryan Lerman and Adam Lerman. Right. Lerman, Ryan's the um, starter. I don't know if you need to go there. I think we have enough um, – value in other spots but yeah the um hooks and cox are like the two guys because they're basically out of slot receivers at the moment so i think um yeah like you're saying you want some of both in your player pool because you know right now it's just so concentrated with the two receivers yeah i agree there's one guy i want to talk about that i think we missed on akron um, I kind of want to get your take on him. Sure. Um, Julian Hicks, he's the stone man. Um, 
over here on DraftKings. He played uh, – he wasn't out there a ton, but he ran 15 routes. Um, only had one target, I think. Um, it's not that I love the play. I'm just trying to find any guy that's going to be on the field that's going to run some. If they're going to be playing from behind, um, that I can maybe slide in there that they can fill out my roster. I, I don't think um, – I mean, he saw last year – I think he saw a lot of targets, you know, up in the five, six range the last few games. So I'm just, again, this is not like a great play, but yeah. I think if you can slide a guy in that's 3K that open, if it gives you everything else, when college football, we talk about it, the ceilings are so high on some of these guys that you can get a 3K guy that gets you like one or two points and it could be in the winning lineup because it gives you everything else. Um, I just, I don't know if you've looked at him at all. Um, just thought I would throw him out there. No, he's interesting for MME. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think we'll get to some of um, our favorite value plays in, in the next slate. But, um, yeah, he's, you know, he's worth 10%. Yeah, I, again, I wouldn't play him in cash games, but I, I just wanted to mention him. Anytime you get a 3K guy, just throw him out there. But let's head on over to a better – at least we'll get one better game with uh, Kent State at Bowling Green. Uh, 55 and a half over under. <laughs> Kent State favored by 20 and a half. The old Bowling Green garbage, man. Um, but two of the studs that you have to think about if you're going to play both of them or one of them is on Kent State here. Dustin Crumb and McCoy. Um, what do you think about Kent State, man? Yeah, um, they're, I really like their coach a lot, Sean Lewis. He's a a young guy. He was a tight end for Wisconsin. Um, yeah, Crum is the best quarterback in the league. Um, whether he'll get you where he needs at 9,300, I feel like that's the bigger question. Um, so he's, he's viable in all formats. Um, I don't know. 9,300's tough with um, the low total. Um, the total's been dropping due to wind, yep. but um, yeah, ninety three hundred's tough, but he'll still like be a big part of my player pool. Yeah, I, I think you know he can get it down with his legs as well, so I'm not like super worried about him at yeah. all. Um, you know, McCoy's gonna get all the targets. He's by far the best wide receiver in the MAC. Like it's not even close. Um. And, I mean, like last week we watched that game. He had almost all of his work in that first quarter or maybe even part of the second quarter, and then he didn't really do a whole lot the rest of the game. Um, but, he, I mean, he was – it was like – it's crazy watching Matt games because, like, the guys are so wide open. And it's just like pitch and catch, man. I mean, it's, it's yeah. insane. <laughs> so you have – if you had to prioritize one, um, even with the wins picking up, you know, I don't, he doesn't have to, he's not just a deep threat. The guy's just a, he can get the ball in his hands and just make things happen. So I, oh, yeah. I, I'd rather get McCoy than if I could only play one, it would be McCoy. I'm with you. I'm the same way. And that's kind of want to dive into that. It's like, if I had to choose one, I think it's McCoy. Cause it's, especially what we saw, what we've seen out of him. I mean, he could put up a 40 burger and it wouldn't surprise me at all in a half. I mean, the guy's insane. Um, I think one thing I want to talk about, on the Kent side is they do run three running backs, Williams, Cooper, and Bradford. Cooper looked really good last week, man. 
Um, I think he led the team in sh- uh, carries. Let me see. I think he had he had like 16. Yeah, 16 carries. Um, the kid's dynamic, man. I mean, we they talked about him in camp and, and showing things. Do you think that trend stays that way with, with Cooper getting the majority of the run? Or do you think they're going to level it out a little bit here with Bradford and Williams? Um, I think he'll, he'll get more. I think everyone will get more carries. Um, I think they're gonna be able to run the ball more, um, against the inferior opponent. But, um, yeah, to me, Cooper's like definitely the most talented out of the three. Yeah. I mean, true freshman and he just. Just the eyeball test, man, watching him out there. I was like, boy, that kid, if he gets on the outside or he breaks a tackle, there ain't nobody going to catch him, man. I mean, he's he's quick. So I'm with you. I think you have to put – if you're going to run 150 or something, I think you want all three in your player pool because I think even two of them could get there at their prices. Yeah. But I think you got to lean Cooper if you're going – even cash games, I think I'm fine with Cooper. Um, but I, you know, I think any of them could get there and it wouldn't surprise me at all. Is there anybody else on this Kent side um, you want to talk about? You know, the uh, wide receivers here on Kent besides McCoy, you know, Cephas or uh, maybe Polk. He's cheap. Yeah, Polk is um, just kind of a dart last guy in. Um, he's starting um, 5'10", 170 receiver. He'll be – yeah, he looked pretty good. Um, you know, he got a few targets – I. We're hoping to go to McCoy, but um, let's see. How many targets do you have list? Cephas had a bunch, I know. Uh, it's, yeah, and Cephas didn't even start, but he had a ton of snaps. I mean, he, he was out there a ton. It looks like Cephas had eight targets and Polk had five. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, I'm going to have McCoy a lot, and it's going to be hard to double stack at – receiver so yeah i mean if we look at how the game i think we both feel like it's going to play out is they're probably going to get up quick and hopefully mccoy will be a part of that yeah um and then they could just lean on that ground game with that three-headed monster and just run the crap out of the ball the second half which would take away some of the cephas and and poke if they don't get there in the first half i'm not sure they'll get there in the second half i don't think they'll have the opportunities to but i think they're cheap enough you gotta you gotta have them because it um you know if if they at their prices, if they get in the box, man, you're gonna you're gonna need some cheap guys, and they're both they're both underpriced. Let's uh let's head on over here to uh, Bowling Green, man. If if we have to, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone here at Bowling Green, McDonald five K interest you at all at five K? Yeah. Um... Ugh, I've been going back and forth on DraftKings, who I prefer more between Nelson and McDonald. Right. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, they're both Bowling Green's only implied for like 17 points, and Akron's implied for 15. Um, I mean, McDonald was awful the first game. The uh, two picks, the um, eight for thirty. Was the eight for thirty? Eight for thirty, yeah. Um, 
but this was also his first start since high school. So, um, right. And I wrote this in my um, notes, but you know, even the coach is like, yeah, there's going to be positive regression basically. Um, yeah, I'll definitely have some McDonald on um, DraftKings. I don't think there's a need to go there on FanDuel um, at like 6,800. I'm not going to be too interested there. I'll just play a skill player in that range. Right. But um, I don't know. Morris, the tight end, maybe he had seven targets. So that would be probably be the one I'd pair with. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not in love with this. <laughs> no, there's team. really not a whole lot to love about this entire team here. I think for me that there's only three people in play on this team. Um, it's McDonald, Ortega Jones, and Morse. Yeah, and Morse gives you you know the salary savings. Those are really the only three play people I'll have in my pool from this team. Um, you know, like even over on FanDuel, um, you know, Morse at fifty nine hundred opens some things up because if he does, you know, get in the end zone at fifty nine hundred, it, it can open things up. But when you have Knight that we talked about earlier for six hundred more, you play Knight. Like <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's you know, but. You know, maybe you have to run them both out there to fit in the studs. So it's one of those things where you you line up construction, and when you got guys that are just priced so high, especially in college football, you, you kind of have to find some some value that you're not comfortable with. Um, but I think that's it, man. I think we can move on from this team. Let's let's go on to uh, the final game of the night. Here starts at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Miami, Ohio at Buffalo. Um, boy, the the spread's moving down, man. It's 55 and a half over under. Buffalo's only favored by eight and a half now. I think it opened up double digits, did it? If I wasn't I, I believe yeah. it was a 10 or, or, or 11. So it's definitely getting some money on my Miami, Ohio side. Yeah, that's interesting. Um because <laughs> Miami of Ohio won the Mac last year, and I think um they were projected to do well again this year. Um Buffalo's the best team, though, um, in the league, in my eyes. Um, they're just pretty strong on both sides of the field. We saw Buffalo get three defensive touchdowns. Yeah. Um, which, in his press conference, the Miami of Ohio coach, you know, it's basically impossible to replicate. So, um I think both of us like. Um, do you want to start with Miami of Ohio or Buffalo? either one? You tell me which one you want. To start. I, I well, Buffalo. I think um, a lot of the plays didn't get there because of those three defensive touchdowns. So agree. I, I'm very interested in a lot of pieces from Buffalo here, especially if it's gonna it's gonna be by far the closest game. Um, I like from a betting perspective I, I still think buffalo will cover but um miami's a competitive team yeah I, I got digging a little bit more when i look at that spread and i pulled it up i was like i swear this was double digits earlier this morning or last night so um i agree you know it's when we saw those defensive touchdowns last week my my stomach just dropped because you just knew that 
those guys weren't going to get there because the, the team they were playing, um, and it just took the ceiling off of Patterson, uh, took the ceiling off these yeah. guys that they just he, they didn't need to run him that much. Um, but I mean, he's clear cut the guy you put in. He's going to get the most volume, um, especially in a competitive game. It, it's ninety nine hundred. I, I still he's your number one running back on the slate. It's not even close. Yeah. Because of him not hitting his ceiling, though, he he wasn't in the nuts, right? Right, correct. But, yeah, I think, um, I mean, this week I want, is you know, he's going to be one of my highest-owned guys. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Um, you know, he only got 20 touches. But, I mean, that could be 35 this week if it's a close game. Like, you just, they, they just get a ton, man. You had to get two, two, uh, two rushing touchdowns. Um, he could hit 200 yards easily if he would have ran another 10 times. So um, I guess the big question is, is Marks Jr. 3,700 here on DraftKings. Like, what do we do with him um, with the touches that he got last week? You know, again, that game script, um, it, it hurt him as well. Because, yeah. you know, he just didn't see, um, you know, he had, I think he had six carries. Yeah, six carries. But last year, um you know, he was probably closer to the double digits, right? Like 10 to 12. Yeah. I mean, so, he was in a thousand yard rusher last year. Yeah. yeah. And so you get a guy like that at 3,700. It's pretty decent value. Um, but I think it comes down to if you had to choose one of Marks or Cooper, who do you choose? I think that's, that's where I'm not saying you can't play both of them. Yeah. But if you had to choose just one of them, that's, Especially over on FanDuel. I think FanDuel, that's a big decision you got to make. Um, because Marks is 6,400 here and Cooper's 6,500. And they're so close that when you have, you know, you're playing two running backs only, or if you're going to throw one in, maybe you want to throw both of them, put one in, in the super flex, which on a three game max slate, I don't think is crazy. We always talk about running two quarterbacks. But when your quarterbacks that are cheaper, McDonald and and those guys, you might want to yeah. run one of these guys that have twenty point upside, you know, so you can get in two stud running backs. But uh, I don't know who, who do you like better out of the two, or feel more comfortable with? Because I've been going um, back and forth. I, yeah, I've, I've been going back and forth too. I feel, yeah, in DraftKings it's easy because you you know you can just throw one in flex. Um. Eileen Cooper just because of the game script and I mean and if there's we've been hearing some reports about wind in the Kent State games so if that you know if that gives more carries along with the big lead I like Cooper a little better but I love both um and I think both should do well here I do too. I, I they're just cheap enough, but they they both have twenty point upside. They really do. Um, yeah, I think more people are going to be on Cooper because of the attempts. You know, when you just look at logs and see that he got all those attempts, I just feel like he's going to be safer just because of how he looked. But I think a lot of people aren't going to be on Marks because they saw them carries and like we said that that uh, if it's a competitive game and he gets double digits. There's no reason he, he could hit 100 yards as well. It could just be him and Patterson show, um, which would be a lot of fun. Do you have any um, interest quarterback wide receivers on this team? Um, 
on on FanDuel, I added a little interest in Van Trees just because mm-hmm. um, he's slightly cheaper than um, Mayer. I think I'll, I think I still lean the other side just because you know it's Van Trees doesn't have much of a ceiling and. Um, I do have some interest in the receivers, though. All right. Um, who, who do you like? So Antonio Nunn's the um, – yeah, WR1 here. He he had the six catches for 102 yards. He had eight targets, and the next highest targeted guy had four targets. So I feel like you're getting a volume receiver here for – the price is the price isn't the best, but he's like clearly the guy, and we do have um, some value to work with. Right. Um, so I'll have a good amount of interest in him, just because it's going to be a you know it's a close game, and he's talented. Um, oh yeah, Lefevre, the tight end, is a pretty good value. He. Um, he had four he caught all his four targets or wait no he had four targets two catches for 42 right um but yeah he's he's interesting i don't hate him if you need a guy in that range but um i think lefever i'd only be interested on fanduel and um the receivers, I I have interest on both sites. Yeah, I, I think I think you nailed. Know, I think those are really the only two guys I look at um, in the pass catching game because if it is competitive and um, they need to throw the ball a little bit, you know, I'm with you. I'm with you on the quarterback situation. Let's just transition over to Miami, Ohio, um, where we talked about Mayor and, and I like on Fanduel. We talked about how these guys are the same price. Because it's an hour. If we don't get it, we don't know. You just like right now. I think both of us are thinking mayor players, right? Like he's going to start. Like, I yeah, mean, just because the um, Gabbert had as a possible concussion, and then right. that was six days ago. And Miami of Ohio has to take like it's not a short bus ride from Miami of Ohio to Buffalo either. So I don't know. I I'd be surprised if. Gabbert played. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Good. But it's nice where if we throw Meyer in there, and then if you you just yeah. easy swap them out to Gabbert. So it, I love that they did that. Over in DraftKings, it's a little bit more diff- difficult because I wish they would have made Meyer 6,600 and Gabbert 6,200 because then you could go that way. But, of course, DraftKings did it, and you'll have to mess some, um, change some things around a little bit. But I like him, man. I mean, I think um, to make this competitive – um, it's going to be on him, man. Like they're going to lean on his arm. Um, the running back situation. Um, I was surprised Zach Khan scored what he did last week, but, uh, you know, nine rushes and two touchdowns. That'll, that'll do it for you. I really thought that Johnson was going to be the one he had, he had 11 rushes, but he didn't get in the box. And that's why his points are the way they are. Do you have any interest in that running game? I don't really because so Johnson, Khan, and Ontario Russell, um, 
who's stone. stone okay, yeah. maybe Russell a little bit just because he's stone minimum. Um, but it's a three-headed monster, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's a three-headed monster, so it's um, it's hard to. I can't go Khan at 6,400. I just can't. Yeah. Oh, I can't. No. I could go maybe some Johnson and Russell because they're cheaper. But yeah, I on this slate, you cannot pay 6,400 for a guy that's splitting carries with the other three when you could go Marks or Cooper. You just can't do it. Yeah. Um, on FanDuel, what are they? Um, we get Russell's 5,600, Johnson 7,400, Khan 8,200. Like, I can't even play Johnson and Khan at those prices. Like, I just. I don't think – I don't know. Maybe Johnson, but Khan still – I just – I guess if if he gets two touchdowns again, if you can bank on his two touchdowns, maybe he can pay it off. But that's that's rough. And then, you know, with FanDuel, is just such a different beast because you're running two running backs, and we have so many better running backs on this slate than these these guys. It's hard for me to allocate salary that way. Yeah, I feel like my FanDuel running back pool is going to be very small. I agree. I agree. I think that's the way to go. And um, but on the pass catchers, man, talk about the pass catchers, Swanson and crew. Like, what do you feel like Swanson, man? I mean, he's clear cut um, number one on this team, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's been the leading receiver there for a few years. He's actually um, he went to high school at like our our home high school district. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, he's he's a good player. He's you know he's a good Mac player um i like him a lot just because you're you know you're locked in like a lot of targets right um the price isn't amazing but i think with cooper and marks you can um you know you want to get a receiver in this game script where they're going to be like passing and it's not a huge spread i have a lot of interest in him um, I wonder what people are going to do with cold iron, the tight end. That's like the, he's kind of in no man's land at 5,600 on DraftKings. Um, and a lot of his scores predicated on the two touchdowns. So I'm not really interested in him. Um, yeah, I mean, it's such an odd going to be a lot of my interest. It's just such an odd price point. Like if he was two K cheaper or K cheaper, I might. <laughs> but yeah, that's a lot of salary to allocate someone. You're hoping that he gets in the box. Like, um, did you say that um, Calderon and Meyer yeah, they weren't they in high, high school? school? Yeah, so they got that connection. But um, maybe he'd be more interested in the game script. I don't run any running backs, and I think that they're going to have to pass a lot to catch up. Maybe he'll get a few more targets that way. Um, but it's still an awkward price point, and I don't think a lot of people are going to go there because of it. Yeah. Is there any, anyone else on this team, man, before uh, we get out of here on this uh, Miami Ohio side? I think at least we get the best game at the end of the night, you know? <laughs> so we get the two turn games out of the way. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited for this. Um <laughs> And I'll, you know, also excited. We get three more games tomorrow. So I am too, man. Um, again, if, if you're not a DFS Army member, head on over there. Um, we got cheat sheets. Aaron knocked them both out for us today. The projections are up in the system. 
Um, we're in there answering questions for you guys if you want to know lineup construction or how we, we feel on things. Um, again, college football is so big on news that um, we let you know if guys are in or out. Uh, we do the heavy lifting for you. So head on over to DFSArmy.com, sign up. We got uh, some nice uh, prize pools, and we're going to do it tomorrow, man. And if we have some time, hopefully we can uh, keep knocking these videos out because I really enjoy doing them with you, Aaron. Oh, great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll see you guys on the other side. Deuces. Bye. <laughs>